Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. All right, let's talk about a pig. Hey! Albert Einstein. Well, he led New Jersey police on a wild chase for a quarter mile. Uh, the cops said, pigs are faster than they look. Um, I, I love the New York Post. This was not your bordinary police chase. Wacker, wacker, wacker. A pig named Albert Einstein <laughs> escaped from the New Jersey farm and led cops on a wild chase before they were a- able to apprehend the pesky porker. The slippery... <sighs> Jesus, who writes this stuff? What? The slippery hog got loose from the local pig farm in Deptford Township. And evaded arrest as long as he could. Now, I asked you guys uh, going into this. Uh, evaded arrest. <laughs> evaded arrest. They couldn't cuff him. Um, he was out on hoof patrol. Like, how many more puns are they going to have in this damn story? But have you guys ever had to chase down some wild animals or like farm animals that got out? We've had stories here. Me and my here. buddy Jonah Booth had to chase down three goats. And goats those, are wild, too, man. goats were on the go, man. Especially if they're the little kid goats. That they are, were. Oh, uh, yeah. Cause, and by the way, when I lived in Perry Hall, that little back road there where there's that little, like, I, I don't know if it's a petting zoo, but somebody owns goats over there. They're always walking out in the street. They get out of their pen, and you're looking at them, and you're going, what the hell? They're they so cute. freak me out, those things. They get into everything, man. It's like Bordick said. He had three pet goats. and he's like, like they were yelling at me, too. Yeah. Well, they're nasty. When I was in Mounted, they had them in the barn, one of the barns. I can't remember which one. It was out, maybe the Bronx, Queens. Were you Mounted? Know. I was a mounted police officer. How, how many nights? Like five nights a week? Yeah. That was my job. <laughs> Rode a horsey. We had a goat, though. That thing used to chase us and, and like, gore, it tried to butt us with his horns. He was well, a prick. He really was. <laughs> Porker prick. Anyway, but this story is kind of crazy. And you were we talked about the steer that get out from the slaughterhouse. Well, I had a steer here yeah. that got out of a slaughterhouse, and that was ridiculous because the, the thing they cornered it, it was going to you know come at the police. They killed him, and then Peta, of course, wanted to open it. It was in a slaughterhouse and escaped. But the, you think, yeah, I mean, I was, most of the time I was in New York City, not a lot of wild animals there. Yeah. But one of my cops, there was a mouse in a bank, City Bank at Fourteenth and Eighth. They call the police. He was on post. They get him. Why would you call the police to get a mouse out? I don't know. But they think you can do anything. Was it stealing money? He ends up cornering the mouse. He kills the mouse with his nightstick. Run around naked. I'm on the desk. A woman calls the sixth precinct to make a complaint against Officer Itaraldi. He, I just witnessed him murder a mouse in the bank. I was like, okay, you want to make a complaint? Yeah. Yes. I take it. And I said, what you, were you related to the mouse? What's your relationship? She got so mad. Oh, my God. I got a civilian complaint. Then she called. I was a sergeant. Lieutenant got the call. But why would you get a complaint of somebody calling you over something stupid? That's not your responsibility. To handle no, 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 no. You can complain. It doesn't go through. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's it. like getting sued. You get sued. Yeah. You don't let the. You don't lose. All right. Let's get to this. I got lots of complaints. They didn't go to my file. Good for you. Good for you. You good cop. <laughs> no, no. I mean, but like it, some of the stuff is just so frivolous. It's just ridiculous. But this isn't. I married my stepbrother and started a family. People call our marriage a train wreck, but we're so in love. Uh, when did they? When did they become stepbrother and sister? How old were they? Um, 
It doesn't say in here. Lindsay and Kate Brown have been attracting scores of viewers on their TikTok about their train wreck family. Uh, it's a duo's parents who really should be explaining themselves. The couple first met as young teens. Okay, young teens. Mm-hmm. So they didn't quote unquote grow up together. No, young teens. Uh, you know, so you're you're probably at a dating age when you meet your stepbrother, stepsister. If they grew up together like five or six years old, that would probably be a little weird. But they're not blood related. I don't. So, I don't. My dad's in town, so I hope I hope he hears this story. When I was a kid, my dad started dating one of my friend's moms. And then they actually moved in together. It ended with her breaking a beer bottle over his head, but that's neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it was kind of weird because like you're friends with these people for a long period of time, yeah. uh, and and I had a I mean they're not married, but it would have been like a stepbrother and stepsister. But I couldn't imagine like the the girl I looked at as my stepsister. I could never imagine anything happening there. You know what I mean? Like I I don't know why. I, just because I couldn't have because of the relationship we had before. She's attractive that. to you. Probably the I mean, relationship you had before mm. they started dating. Yeah, but we were all friends and like, and we we had this conversation the other day about being friends with somebody and people were like, hey, you guys hooking up? And it's like, no, it's more like my sister. But what if what if their stepbrother and sisters just met when they were teenagers? They didn't grow up together. I, I get it. And, and Ed, he's third, fourteen years old. Mm-hmm. His stepsister walks in. Man, she's hot. He could have had those feelings for her from day one. It's not his relative. That's blood relative. What if you do it while they've. <laughs> Just friends, and then their parents end up marrying. I, I mean, there's a lot of weird things that happen. Like, there's there's technically nothing wrong with this, but there's it feels like it. there is. There's nothing wrong mm-hmm. with it in any way. All right, listen. Anyway. Last story. Woman shot in the ass during an MRI. How does that happen? Yes, How does please, that happen? Huh? How does that happen? Well, she, uh, so who said uh, being confined in a loud claustrophobic metal tube couldn't be a blast? An unidentified Wisconsin woman was left with an extra pair of holes in her ass after she took a loaded firearm into an MRI machine Jeez. during a doctor's visit. How would they let that happen? You put a gown on, they take it, you got to take everything. A 57 year old had a handgun concealed on her purse as she was slid into the MRI's bore, but when the machine's powerful magnets were engaged, the metal trigger tripped and the gun discharged, shooting her in the ass. She had a purse inside the MRI. I don't know if it was inside it, sitting outside it, but the it. it I guess the they're they're saying uh, the magnets in this made the metal trigger trip, and she got shot. The patient received a gunshot wound in the right buttock area. Buttock. Uh, the patient was examined by a physician at the site who described the entry and exit holes as very small and superficial. It's always nice to have a small exit hole. Um, only penetrating subcutaneous tissue. So she got shot in the ass, but it's probably going to be painful, but an easy, like not a bad recovery because you didn't hit anything major. Right? Yeah. It's going to be a big pain in that the ass. Stupid. That's, that's your being the world of stupid. It that. is unclear how the woman was able to bring a weapon into the MRI room. She yeah. underwent a routine screening for metal objects and said she had none on her before entering the reported note. No, like, this is just so silly. And MRI's magnetic resonance Im- imaging machines use magnetic fields generated by extremely powerful magnets, and that's why it happened. So that's your world super. Thank you very much, Jeremy Kahn. What's the keys for the Ravens' win on Sunday? We will examine that at 7.30. But on the other side, Ravens, Rams, over, under. Up next on The Fan. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. 
Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's time to do a little over-under right now. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Joe sets up the numbers in six different categories. We'll tell you whether they're going over or under. All right, let's start off with uh, Lamar Jackson, Jeremy Kahn. Joe said 69.5% completion percentage over or under? I said under, but I understand anybody wants to go over because I think a lot of the throws are going to be underneath, high percentage throws. Uh, but 70% is a lot to hit in bad conditions, and yeah. it looks like it's going to be bad conditions, so I go under. I'm going with the conditions, and that's why I'm going under. And I'm going under just because 70% is incredibly high. Um, but he's very he's, capable. Yeah, he's done it several Absolutely times. Is. But you're right; it's hard to predict, though. It, well, yeah, it's, it's there's that, and it's all supposed to be a torrential downpour and yeah. wind and all that stuff. They're, so they're saying they believe a lot of the heavy rain will come after, after. the game, but the winds will be here and upwards of 25 to 30. It mile may be on his mind during the game. No, but I he mean, knows it's going to rain later. It's going to be rain, and then like, Lamar hasn't played well in bad conditions, right? I mean, to my knowledge, like maybe maybe I'm off on that, and that's something I'm misremembering. But You're off on a lot. I, I feel like no, Ed's off on a lot today. Um, hey, what I'm doing? <laughs> what did you say? Nothing. What do you know? <laughs> let's, uh, go with, let's go with Zay Flowers. <laughs> Zay Flowers. Uh, what is that? Sixty-nine and a half yards receiving. Ed, over or under? Over. I think he has a big day. Uh, he's shown what he can do. I think they finally utilize him. Uh, whenever BaltimoreRavens.com does an article on maybe getting someone the ball more or with a purpose, it typically happens. They did an article on getting them the ball more intermediate routes. I'm going over. Under. Okay. I just like So for all the receiving stuff, I, I think the weather conditions are going to play, and you're going to see a lot of underneath passes, which means you're going to have to break some tackles. This is the one of the questions we're going to get to that I think definitely has potential to go over because you could throw a short pass to Zay Flowers and have him pick up all of this yeah. on one play. Um, not likely necessarily with this, but uh, I'm going under. Um, three and a half sacks. <sighs> Ravens can get after you, but Matthew Stafford has only been sacked 20 times in 11 games. I originally had over. I'm crossing that out because I'm going under. It. I'm going over. I just think that they have the best – Look, it's hard to say. They have the best pass rush in the league. They lead the league in sacks. I'm going over. I'm just gonna. I think it's going to be consistent. Jeremy Conn. I got the over here. I think the Ravens coming out of the bye week. This is an inspired defense, mm-hmm. and like we've talked about, John Harbaugh's been great coming out of a bye. I think the defense gets after Matt Stafford. They need, you know, they need this game. The Dolphins right now are the number one seed. Yeah, but I mean that'll all be decided once they play them, though. I know because I mean, you'll have that tiebreaker. 
And I let me check again. Yeah, the Dolphins still haven't beat a good team, so good luck with mm-hmm. that. Karen Williams, 89 and a half yards from scrimmage, Ed Norris. Oh, absolutely. He's averaging 85 yards on the ground, I think, and 20-something in the air. So he'll get more than that. That's combined. So, yeah. yeah. Over. Jamie. I'm going under. Yeah. Again, I think they, they shut down the run. If he's going to do it in the passing game, I think it could happen. Like, it's a very easy number to get for a talented player. As I told you, I'm going under. I'm going under as well on that. I don't think he gets it. I think, largely what you said, I think he struggles in the run game. Cup, Puka. 149 and a half yards receiving combined. Jeremy Kahn. Man, cup, 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 cup. Puka, 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 puka. I like these are two of the most fun guys to watch play yeah. this position. And oh. I, I just wish there were better what? Only one of us. <laughs> but uh Koop and Puka. Koopa Puka. Koopa Puka. Koopa Koopa. Koopa Koopa. Puka Puka. I'm going under. I'm going over one of that. I think 159, 150 yards combined. It's not that tough for them to get. One of them will go off, and one of them will have a medium size. I feel like game. I'm talking about the Mario Brothers, Koopa Puka. It. <laughs> I'm gonna go under. I think they both have decent days, but I, I, I don't know. I'm gonna, you know, if they both have 60, 70 yard days, they're still under. I'm gonna wonder. Uh, Aaron Donald, a sack and a half. Ed, I'm going over. I can see him getting two. He, he's unique with that. He puts a lot of pressure up the middle, um, and that's where. Lindemar has trouble um, with pass protection. He's, I think he's an excellent center, but that's his, his one weakness. He's just not a little light in the ass, according to Vinny Serrato. Mm-hmm. So. Aaron Donald has six total sacks on the year. He's mm-hmm. phenomenal, but uh, I don't know the last time he had two sacks in a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going under. Under. I mean, I, like, I think if you had it a half a sack, it would make more yeah, sense. Well, I could see him getting two, but it, you know, he's, I think he'll definitely. Well, have he's one. very capable of it, but I think if you were a betting man, wouldn't mm-hmm. you? For a guy that has six sacks and he said, "Are you going to get two in a game?" You're probably going to bet under more times than not. Last time he yeah. had two sacks was against the Cowboys at the end of October. It's just the interior of that line. If you think about all the problems we've had this year, between block few extra points and field goals, and sa- they're coming through the a gap. That's a that's a little bit of a weakness there. Let's go get Antonio and Rosedale. What's up, Antonio? Good morning. Good morning. morning. How you guys doing? Oh, Fantastic. Good. CGIF. Yes, sir. It's Friday now. Looking good. You're looking good. <laughs> yeah, babe. <laughs> My score prediction is Ravens 34, Rams 31. Mm. Go Ravens. And you guys have a fantastic weekend. You have a fantastic weekend as well. Let's go to Rashawn in Baltimore. What's up, Rashawn? Morning, man. Happy Saturday Eve, fellas. Real quick, right, man, my um my coworker that was in the jack camera, I ran into him yesterday. He was like, man, tell Ed, when I look up when I'm working, man, don't be just staring at me. It was kind of odd. You know, he was already having a weird morning. And he looked up. He's like, why is Ed Noah just staring at me? And then you hopped out your foreign vehicle with a red Italian leather. Man, like some type of mob boss was out on the site, man. Like, what's going on, man? See, I, see, I, it's just stereotyping. It's so unfair. <laughs> you got red Italian leather, though, man. No, I did. Don't try to downplay that, though. I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And tell him I was only staring at him because I was amazed that you were watching him work. Yeah, the difference. The working, man. The only, you got, man you know. For Sean, it's not fair. The only difference is Ed's not getting paid to watch that guy. You are. <laughs> yeah, <it's true>. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, man, real quick, man. I got twenty four seventeen Ravens, man. Um, last time they came here, you know, it was a close game. They beat us. Uh, Odell Beckham had five big catches against Marlon Humphrey. So I mean, hope, hope Humphrey, you know, his first game back, you know, he can uh, lock down Cooper Cup. 
know, and um, contain him a little bit. Earn some of that money he's getting. I got news for you. Nobody locks down Cooper Cup. No. The guys, you could say what you want about him. He's like, I saw somebody post about. It. I was like, oh, this guy's one of the best receivers. He's been hurt. What do you want him to do? He got hurt. He came back, put up big numbers. What a triple crown if they had one. Yeah, he did. He won the triple crown yeah. for wide receivers. Yeah. 410-583-1057. That's the number. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Shovels at 8 o'clock, but on the other side, what will be the keys to the Ravens win this Sunday? What will be the cause of their demise? Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 7.31 in the a.m., Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Shovels at 8 o'clock, but right now, the Baltimore Ravens win this game on Sunday, Ed, against the Los Angeles Rams. What are the keys? No turnovers. They, they, they should have no trouble with the Rams. They're, mu- they're better. The Rams are not bad, but the, the Rams are a much better team. The problem is you can't keep giving short fields. You can't you know, have these quick changes all the time. And there's just been too many turnovers. I mean, no fumbles. I know the ball's going to be – look, I guarantee this week they had balls that was soaked with water. They practiced with wet balls all week for this game. Is, Don't is it tougher to handle wet balls? No. It's, it's Okay. I didn't know. Like I guess you got to have the right, right hands. My hands are soft. So I could see them sliding around. Your hands are small. I just saw them. They're not small. Where's those little hands? I can palm. Oh, these. <laughs> I was just saying, I can palm a basketball. It's like, hands ain't small. But I, I guess, like, I agree with Ed. Like, turnovers are obviously a key that can change a game. But I really think if the Ravens show up and just play, not overlooking their opponent, they win this game nine times out of ten. Mm-hmm. Right? If you just show up and do what you're supposed to do. The one caveat to this is if we don't get the type of weather and we do get that light rain, I could see Puka and Cup being a problem if, um, in, in any situation. Because if they're able to protect Stafford, well, you know he can pick apart a defense, even a good one. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's a vet. But I think you can rattle him, too. I mean, a lot of these guys, if you're getting to him, so scheming, it's all the things you've been doing. If you show up and do what you've been doing, mm-hmm. you win this game every Absolutely. time. I got, I got time of possession. It's going to be critical. Uh, but even with time of possession, you need at least two big plays, over 20 yards on offense, and they need to get to Stafford. Those three things. Um, they do those three things, they win this football game by touchdown at least. Um, I don't think I think the Rams have been 
um, hot lately. But I don't think they are. I mean, they beat Seattle, they beat Cleveland, they beat somebody else on that stretch. With the Rams? They beat they Arizona. Beat the, Arizona, mm-hmm. yeah. And the Browns, right? I yeah. Think, I think oh, Cleveland. Cleveland? Okay. Seattle, yeah. Cleveland, and the Rams. I, you know, I, I think, now I'm not taking anything away from them, but, you know, you score 36 points against the, the Cleveland Browns, that's a good day. It's yeah, a real good day. that defense, absolutely. It's a real good day. Yeah. Well, that's what we're talking about. Like, people thought you were grading Flacco on a curve. He had a really good game. His defense didn't, uh-huh. you know? And Flacco looked terrible in the last, what, the fourth quarter when you had to press to try to get the ball downfield, but... Um, yeah, you know, like it was one of those games where you're looking at the Browns' defense going, what's going on with Yeah, that? it's not them. Puka had a big play, took it to the house. Um, and, and maybe it is better to try to attack the Browns through the air. But I think with the Rams, like, their defense doesn't scare me. They give up big plays. No, yeah, they give it up 253 points this year yeah. also on defense. Um, Aaron Donald is a, is a guy that we respect because of his past. He has not been the Aaron Donald of old. Um I don't think he's that dominant. He hasn't been that dominant force this year that we used to. Yeah. He's not. He's been good. But he's but, not been that dominant force. But I would say to. this, too. Is his star fading? Of course. But when you look at that defense, who's the guy you want to take away? I mean, he faces double teams. He's still the guy. triple teams. He's still the guy. Which tells you that the defense isn't, very, isn't that good. Because he shouldn't still be the guy that you can afford to double team. There should be somebody else emerging that says, all right. All right, go ahead if you want. Somebody got a sack the other day for the Rams, and they were like, it's his first career sack. And I think he's been in the league like three was years. Was he a kicker? No, it was just, it was like a really, they were, he was jumping up and down and going nuts. I think it was right before the, the Flacco safety, maybe. But, um, I, you know, you look at this Rams defense, and again, what are you fearing? Their, their linebackers, I think, are fast, but it doesn't matter. I, the running game here should dictate everything that happens in this game. Yeah. And this should be a game, in my opinion, outside if they get the ball first and have a good drive, that you dictate what happens throughout. Completely agree. 410-583-1057 is the number. Jeremy, with the, with those expectations, how much of those expectations are built on the Ravens coming off of a bye? I, I think there should be expectations. I mean, like, if you look at the track record, we've talked about it. There are some coaches that are great off the bye, whether it's giving your team a rest when they need it. And I think this bye comes at a really good time to get a couple guys back, let some guys heal up that have been banged up. And then on top of that, you're looking at a team that's been playing really well, and and I know some people are concerned over Lamar this week. Missing, he was sick, right? So missed practice yesterday. Um, but ultimately, I think this is a cat that comes out and makes everything happen in this game. And you should have expectations. Right now, you have five games left, and we've talked about going four and one with that one loss possibly being the the 49ers game. If you lose to the 49ers, you're still golden for that number one seed. The key is beating Miami, and I think beating Jacksonville. And we've been saying it all year long. I don't Houdini, the Pittsburgh Steelers, and how they've been doing it. They suck. They just lost the two, two and ten teams. Mm-hmm. First team in NFL history. Yep. First, the above home, five the above five hundred that lost cons- two consecutive games to teams that are eight games under five hundred. And first the, time in NFL history. And both games were at home. Yeah, it's ugly. That's when you know what. That's when things turn turn on you. That's when fans turn on you. They were booing. They were booing. Can, can I get so from last night's game? Real no, quick? you can't. Okay, go ahead. Well, I have George Pickens' route tree from last night's game. Mm-hmm. Average route of depth across six targets was three point four yards <laughs> past the line of scrimmage. Sixteen point one on non targets. The largest difference among any receiver with five plus targets. Why on earth do you have one of the best deep ball threats on your team running routes that are three yards off the line? I don't know. Look, look. I don't know. We should ask them about Zay Flowers in Baltimore because he does the same thing. And as Joe, Joe just said, he was open on that final fourth and two. So, you know, like it's 
It's bad. I, they have three quarterbacks that can't play, and they I think a lot of they didn't want to play. Was it him who was actually just gave up on a play? There, there was a uh, they no. actually there was a shot where they had a wide receiver. He it was away from his side. Yeah, but he didn't even make an effort to fake a block. I don't think it was him. I thought it was Pickens, but he, he may have been him or Deontay Johnson. I think it was Deontay Johnson. It sounds like well, it sounds like something either one of them could do. Yeah, I think, I'm pre- I thought Ed, it was I think you're talking about the play where uh, he was Pickens was open in the corner of the end zone. No, no, no. And no. then he flipped it to James Conner instead, and he was stopped on fourth no, and two. It, it, it no. is right here. NFL fans crushed the Steelers wide receiver Deontay Johnson's poor effort. It was two after weeks Blakely ago. Gave up on the play. It was Deontay Johnson. Okay, because that's the one that yeah. once out of Pittsburgh. That was the Bengals. That was the Bengals game where he gave up on the fumble. Right. No, just, no, there was a play last night. No, no, last night. I know you're talking about last yeah, night. Last night. Okay, no, no, I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm talking about what he's talking about. No, he, no. he literally, the ball was on the ground, and it looked like he backed away from it. Didn't no, th- this was totally different. It was okay. this wasn't even noticeable. It was a play away from his side. He was just standing. What standing hey, there? I'm gonna, hey, Rob, mm-hmm. is there a chance that maybe he saw something that didn't happen <laughs> yeah. last night? Is there a chance that maybe it's a like, chance. that like he was? He if was, you notice, Jeremy, I said, "Oh, you're talking about last night," and I just dismissed yeah. it. <laughs> Because there, there is a chance that Ed's like, maybe his TV was off and he was watching it. And was this guy, was this guy in your living room on the television or in your living room? <laughs> Should have taken a whole week. <laughs> Chris in Parkville, what's up, Chris? Good morning, Jim. Good morning, Good morning, man. How are you? Great show as always, man. Happy Thanks. Friday. Happy Friday. Uh, yeah, my my uh, take on the outcome of the game and things that'll. Uh, cause things to go right or wrong. Uh, totally agree with. Uh, I know it's a general vague saying category, but uh, the turnovers. But just the same on either side. They, if and when they do get a turnover, they need to convert. And in their lies, uh, in-game coaching and uh, you know, in the moment and switching things during the game as the flow of the game. You want to dictate the game. And I think that's that's what I really want to see. We're starting to sniff the playoffs, and we're thinking about position. And that's what I'm really hoping to see, in-game adjustments and dictating the game. Hey, Chris, thanks a lot, my friend. Um, and my buddy Ben just texted me. He said last night it was Pickens. I thought so. Pickens. Yeah. But but he's like, I said Pickens. Why are you guys making fun of me? I was right. But just <laughs> Just to let you know. What? Is it this one when he bends over? <laughs> no, but just to let Ben Ben says it, but hey, Jeremy, Jeremy, Ben might be hot too. So <laughs> Joe yelling at me now. It was what I saw. I, ben, ben might be hot too. Jeremy, just let so. it, let Ed get a win. Hey, right? he wants, I just want to win. Hmm. Joe's Joe's yelling at me for something I didn't even see. By the way, Joe came in here off mic and started yelling at you. Because <laughs> it's the one he's talking I know which one he's talking about. They were talking about it this morning where he bends over and he's just like, I can't believe you didn't throw me the ball. And then after that, he was compl- He didn't do anything the rest of the game. That was in the third quarter. Joe came in hot, too. Oof. I had two callers saying it was this play. Shovels at 8 o'clock, but right. on the other side. Bloomberg reports <laughs> that the O's could have a buyer in billionaire David Rubenstein. Hmm. Think about that. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Mike Preston joins us at 8.30. But right now, Bloomberg reports that the O's could have a buyer in billionaire David Rubenstein. Uh, your thoughts on that, Ed Norris? Those Rubenstein. Is it Rubenstein? Stein. It's Stein? Is it? All right. Can yep. we start this segment over? 
Can we start this segment over there? Because I, I totally crapped the bed on that one. Can we, can we start it over? Can you give me the, the music again? You said just go ahead? Yeah. Take two? All right. Rubenstein. I, I guess I better get his name right. I'm, I might be working for him soon. Shortly. <laughs> <laughs> Rubenstein uh, could be the owner of the Baltimore Orioles. This, In your opinion, did this come out of nowhere or that you see this? Because many people believe now that the whole hold up in the lease thing was trying to hold up, um, increase the value of the team. I'm not sure if I, I buy into that, but is this something you saw on the horizon? It I didn't see it on the horizon, but I'm certainly not surprised if it happened. I mean, this has been how many years we heard this discussion that the team was it was either moving or they're up for sale, and the, and the general wisdom was the team may be sold, but it's going to stay here because it's not up to you know new owners to move a team. So I think that's you know, it, it would be no surprise to me. Jeremy, did you something you saw coming or caught you by caught you off? I mean, guard? this this kind of caught me by surprise because yeah. I knew all the talks were going on. There was talks that they wanted to sell the team, um, and and then there were other thoughts that you know people were pushing. Oh, is the team going to move? Remember, we we went through the Nashville stuff, and there were other rumors and all the BS. I, I got to say this because like I defended the guys, and I know like you, you work for the team, and and you know we're, we're talking here about ownership. So this is this is the people that were in charge of making decisions. I don't think it's a bad idea of what they wanted to build. It's just not possible to build it down there. Right. Um, and in all the talks of what was going on, I still don't understand what it was at the Oriole game when we were all cheering Wes Moore, the governor, and Angelos on the screen when apparently the deal was agreed to, and it's not. And they might have to go to a month-to-month lease. It's time. Like, it's time to move away from the Angeloses. It's, like, I'm just tired of this. The the crying poor, you want to see our books, you want to, like, and then there's no books being shown. I'm just... I'm done with it. I would love to see the team be sold to New Blood and see what somebody else can do with it. I never, I can't say that I saw this coming, but if you would have asked me to do to to, to handicap it, Rob, what do you think is more a better chance for them to move or sell? I would have told you 110 percent to sell. They're not moving. I, I'll stand on that. You know, I, I couldn't, I could never guarantee they weren't going to sell the team. You, can't, you stand on business. I stand on the fact that this team does not. Move. Yeah, moving. They got to get, on. I mean, you got to get the rest of the league to vote on and it. And nobody's They're, voting on that. I've had so many people come up to me. I, had, I told this story. A guy was telling me that they're moving to Portland. And I looked at him and said, I talked to everybody. They're not going to Portland. I don't know where you're getting your information from. And then he tells me where he gets it from. And I'm like, I, I, it's just not happening. So you think 75% of the owners are going to say, yes, move? No. Let's go first go back to Nashville. Nashville is owned by the Braves, the Cardinals. The baseball, media. and the Royals. Those three teams own Nashville. Mm. Those are three teams that are going to say no. How much influence do you think those owners have? Do you think Toronto wants to travel to Baltimore or Nashville? Do you think the Yankees want to travel to Baltimore or Nashville? Do you think the Boston Red Sox want to travel to Baltimore or to Nashville? Mm. Those are three owners. How much influence do you think those three owners have? It keeps going and going. I mean, I don't think the owners want the team to move. First of all, this that's is, my point. Yeah, it's <laughs> iconic franchises, and they're one of them. I mean, <clears throat> they may have fallen on hard times in the last decade, but the Baltimore Orioles—it's you know—it's it's a, a it's an historic franchise. I just don't think they wanted to move. It's a great ballpark. It's a great fan base. So just if yeah. you if you move soon, you're gonna get a new stadium. Uh, Tampa wants a new stadium. You think they're going to vote for the Orioles to get a new stadium somewhere else before them? So that's another team that's not going to vote in their favor. And plus, Rubenstein's a a local guy, right? He went to City College, I believe, um, and then was, what, on the Duke Board of Trustees, I think? Uh, Or do I have the wrong um, name for what he was doing at Duke University? But 
you know, and, and I would say this too, because like we do have to be careful what we wish for at times, because it doesn't always mean the guy coming in is going to be better than the last guy. But I would like to see some new blood. I've I've kind of lived this pretty much my whole life with the Angelos family. It's not like they haven't tried. They've spent money at times. I think they've done it the wrong way. They've cried poor about this or that. Um, I just don't. I'm done with it, man. I'm just tired of all this nonsense about a team here and all the speculation that went on, the infighting between the brothers, bringing the mom involved. And like, I would just like to see somebody that wants to come in. And Ed, I want to see somebody that just wants to win and, you know, putting their best foot forward. And I'm not talking about just going out and spending a ton of money. Like, let Mike Elias do what, whoever comes in. You don't touch that cat. You pay him whatever he wants and you say, do what you want. You do what you do. Yeah. You just come to me when you want to sign somebody to a big contract, and then I'll say yes or no. That's what you do. The whole thing was kind of morbid. Because what I was reading recently about, and then yesterday when this came over, the problem is while while Peter is still alive, Mm -hmm. that if the team is sold, there's a tremendous um, capital gains tax to pay, like hundreds of millions of dollars. So, But if if his air cell had post his passing... They avoid that. Why is that? I don't know, but it's tax law. I mean, at least it's, that was reported by the Sun. Um, selling, he'll read it to you. Selling team while Peter Anderson alive was subject to own a steep capital gains tax based on his club value over the years. If his heirs sold the Orioles soon after his death, tax laws give them the enormous benefit, eliminating the capital gains tax, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, it would save the family hundreds of millions of dollars. So that's why I found this was just odd at the time. That sounds like my buddy that told me he was just in the islands betting, what? and he hit a big bet. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, the guy paid him his money. He goes, that's not what I want. He goes, island tax, man. That's what, like, what? Like, because Peter Angelo's hat, like, that's the difference? I, I mean, just, I just don't understand it. I'm just reading what the Sun reported. Yeah. I'm but, not saying but, it's wrong. I just yeah. saying I don't get Joseph, it. Joseph, you got something over there? Uh, caller Chuck just <laughs> called in. Not our Chuck, different Chuck. He said that Ruben Sign is on the board of directors for Johns Hopkins and the pediatric care building i believe is named after him okay so he does have connections to the city i already like this guy he went, he went to Baltimore city college he's a, he's a city guy city grad city night um so it's that too 410-583-1057 that's the number Baltimore's big bad morning show on the fan ed uh you echo jeremy sentiments you're waiting for new ownership new blood yeah i just think it was it was very distracting i'm just not surprised i mean i'm happy with the team obviously um, I don't want to see things change. You have a great general manager now, and uh, you know you have a great manager, general manager. I want it to stay the way it is. Um, so, frankly, I'm kind of indifferent to who owns the team because uh, things are going well. I, I don't care. I'm, I'm glad you uh, <laughs> see because if I say that, it goes back to who he works for. Right. Um, you know, I don't. I don't have business wise. I don't have a problem. Yeah, I mean, that's why I, I have no t- trouble with the, the ownership right now because things are fine. And it's very different than it was prior to the kids taking over. So you have no idea. Keep in mind, you know, people think because I'm in in front of the camera so much now because of pre and post game. I used to do this show called Mid-Atlantic Sports Report. Mm-hmm. And that dates back to 2013 when I started doing that show. Right. So I've experienced both. Yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah, a lot different now. Yes, look look at the things they've changed that were just policy. Like no interest in the international market. Now we do. Now you got a huge presence. I mean, that's a big change. That was, and that was just organization policy. It wasn't rules. So I mean, things have changed. I'm very happy with the way the club is going. Four ten five eight three one zero five seven. That's the number. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Mike Preston joins us at eight thirty. But on the other side, Ed Norris, you got a shovel for us. 
I do. A certain NFL coach used a terrible, terrible analogy to motivate his team. Oh, my gosh. He I can't believe right he did this. Mouth. If you have a shovel, give us a call. Give us a text, 410-583-1057. Hit us up on Twitter, at BBMS1057. Fans, shovel's next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.